Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hi. How are ya? I'm Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, this week and every week. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and a wonderful Native American Heritage Day. I know that I'm having a wonderful weekend, and I hope that you are as well. It's pretty crazy that it's Christmas time, so Christmas music is about to start jamming in our earballs, and I'm excited about that. But until then, let's start with some Barbaro, up-and-coming, critically acclaimed, awesome Americana, folk, bluegrass band from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Had a chance to see them a few times this year while on the road, and they always left crowds speechless. Absolutely stunning live performers, and they just released a new EP under the covers. With all proceeds from the EP benefiting one of their charitable organizations that they support, our Savior's Community Service of Minneapolis. And uh, Under the Covers, just a great EP. You know, it was uh, born out of the 2020 pandemic with fellow friend musicians, uh, and it covers songs that mean a lot to them. You know, so so definitely there's some great songs there, giving them the Barbaro treatment. And just a great all-around band, guys. I mean, I mean, this is someone that you guys should really get on board with. They recently were um, selected as official showcase artists for Folk Alliance Inter- International, Americana Fest 2021 as well, uh, highlighted as one of the top 10 artists to see at the IBMA World of Bluegrass just uh, in late September of this year. And they've been, you know, acclaimed by everybody from the Bluegrass situation, you know, the Minneapolis Star Tribune, uh, and they are just creating waves. And that is because everywhere they play, they make immediate fans. You know, those bands that when you see them, you're a fan, that's Barbaro. So definitely get on the Barbaro train. They are absolutely wonderful. We welcome Rachel and Kyle from the band. Uh, I should say Rachel Calvert. She plays fiddle vocals. And Kyle Shellstad, guitar and vocals. And yeah, we talk about the genesis of the band. What makes a band chemistry click. We talk about, um, you know, the creative process. We talk about the lessons of 2021. Just a wonderful chat with them. So uh, without further ado, guys, let's get on with it. Barbaro on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Awesome. Well, Kyle and Rachel, look at you guys. You know, I, I was I, I was telling, you know, I was telling my producer, Sam, she's here next to me. We were talking the past couple of days, you know, everyone and I tell everyone around me, you know, some of the best stuff we saw this year, guys. And, and I'm and I'm not kidding. Was Barbaro. I mean, wherever we saw you guys, we saw you guys at Blue Ox. We saw you guys at Americana Fest. It didn't matter where, guys. Unbelievable band. Like your live performances are just mesmerizing. So an honor to have you. Welcome to the show. Thanks so That's much for having us. So nice. Thank you. <laughs> totally, totally. I mean, and people, like it was great actually, Rachel, to just see people's jaws drop. It's it's like in real time. It's like a Barbara jaw dropping thing. It's it's wonderful. But anyway. I digress. You know, of course, you have a new EP out under the covers, which came out uh, just last last week, uh, November twelfth. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, absolutely, guys. So, so where are you guys coming to us from? We're in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
you're in Minneapolis, right? Of course, of course. And uh, and I have to ask you guys, obviously, you know, let's start right there, right? Let's start with like a night at Blue Ox, for example, Kyle. You know, when you have a performance that you guys have like all the time where everything comes together, like the weather is perfect, big crowd, you know, golden hour, the sun, the whole thing. I mean, your fashion. At what point do you guys like turn to each other and realize this is like a special night? This is a special show that's happening. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you feel it right when you get on stage, you know, um, and once you guys, once we start playing together um, and then, you know, once, especially like the environment, like you're saying, makes us feel really comfortable immediately. So it's kind of like a benefit to that. So I think, you know, when we feel tight and locked in and um, we can just look around and we're all smiling and enjoying ourselves, it's um, that's kind of when we know, I think, at least that's when I know. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Rachel? Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, it's maybe like not something we say out loud to each other, but we all definitely feel when we're having a really magic moment in a live setting. And sometimes I will say the like sonic marker of that for me is Kyle will like let out a like, yeah, grunt, you know, when someone <laughs> does something really cool or when it sounds really good. And that's fun. Like, oh, yeah. Oh in. man! What, <laughs> yeah, what a great what what a great feeling when that happens when the cows is yeah. We'll be on the lookout for that going forward, but uh, but yeah, like and the songwriting process, guys, the songwriting process that you guys have in Barbara, which is very special. I mean, in songs like Dark Turn of Mind, like that whole thing, because you know every band dynamic is different, Kyle. Right? Mm -hmm. In your band, how does it work? Is it like you, Kyle, like you bring the songs to Rachel and then like you you bring them to the band and you develop them? How does it work? Totally. Um, yeah. So when we're writing our own tunes, it's definitely I'll kind of bring an idea to the band and um, and it's usually pretty quick, whether we know if they like it or not. Um, and then I'll just kind of move on from it. Um, but once we kind of bring a song that everybody likes and we spend a lot of time working on it and fleshing out the ideas, um, everybody kind of brings their own parts to it. You know, um, Rachel writes the violin lines, writes yeah. the harmonies and different things like that. Um, <clears throat> so that's, I mean, that's kind of how the process goes with this song, Dark Turn of Mind, it is however cover tune, um, a Gillian Welch tune. Right. Um, so instead we just kind of decided to um, approach it kind of in our, how we like to dynamically write our own tunes, um, leave a lot of space, um, explore that kind of silence um, in between the notes. And I love, kind of the pace of that tune and being able to do that, I think it resonated really well with um, with our sound and how we like to yeah, well, yeah. Like to oh, You guys did an amazing you know job with every cover song there and we'll get to them in a second, but like Rachel, it's almost a miracle. I mean, it, like the, the whole band dynamics that, that Kyle's talking about, like when I was reading about you guys, I mean, Kyle started the band with Isaac, right? Isaac Samis and the banjo player started as a duo but then like everything really happened like when you start when you joined rachel i mean and i was thinking it's almost like a miracle like the way that you guys started like it's all isn't it very difficult almost impossible to create like a like that harmony that you guys that you guys have it's like a miracle right i always tell people i feel like i fell upstairs into barbaro i like the it was just um you know knowing they're having similar friends and knowing the right people and being I was like kind of band shopping at the time and um, everything for me, I just feel really lucky that uh, Max Graham introduced me to Kyle and 
um, you know, they just couldn't get rid of me after that. Just kept sticking around. <laughs> of course not. Of course not, Rachel. Because let me get this right. Your mom is a, is a former violin teacher. Right. Mm -hmm. Shout out. Shout out to Mama Colbert, you yeah. know, and you guys, you know, you know, so you've been practicing your whole you were practicing your whole life for that moment, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. I, and when my whole life was one big uh, audition prep for Kyle. <laughs> I mean, so, so I think like kind of to what you were hitting on, at least something that uh, was like the, the magical aspect of it or something like that, where I think in those initial moments when you all come together for the first time and play music together, there is going to be some sort of connection that happens musically, right? Um, and then, but but it may be very brief and fleeting. Um, so then it takes a lot of time and a lot of practice to kind of develop that and and form trust in um, each other and, you know, learn to listen to each other well and things like that. Um, so yeah. it's, a, it's a grow, it's a growing piece, you know? Interesting. Okay, so but the, would you say, Kyle, then that the chemistry with Rachel maybe was immediate, or it or it took a long time? Is that what you're saying? Oh no, not at all. I'm just saying that you know, in that first time you get together and play, right? Yeah. You, you hit each other up and you're like, let's go um, play some music together. Um, you'll know kind of in that first experience, right, whether this is something right. that um, you know can works well together. Um, but as far as just like, I wish it were as easy as um, well. Uh, no one said I guess like I'll be real and I'll say when I first got together I didn't feel like I clicked and it had nothing to do it's because I they were so good and I was so nervous and I felt like I was struggling to like keep up with this amazing thing they were doing and it kind of whether that's in my head or not or combination yeah um I think it takes time to develop kind of like Kyle was talking about that like trust and there might be an initial sense of like hey we get along i think we all like feel a certain way about music that's really compatible but if you know for anyone listening that just feels like they're not a natural or they can't find their people it really isn't magic and it's something you really do work at um and it takes time but that being said i knew right away I was like, these guys are really cool and I love what they're doing. And if they let me stick around, I want to keep doing it. <laughs> so in, in that, in that sense, I think, you know, there's, there's an initial like pull, but it definitely takes work to feel comfortable, or at least it did for me. Rachel, when, what, you know, when, when a musician as good as you and as talented as you, you know, you have the goods, right. But, you know, you were working a few years before joining the band, you were, you know, you had a bunch of jobs, you worked at the limited, for example. So those hard days, like those jobs, side hustles that musicians have, what keeps you going? And, and I know, Kyle, that you had, a, you had a nine to five as well. What is like when you guys are like going through the grind of something that is really not your purpose, not your passion? Like, what's your why, Rachel, when you have a customer complaining about like a T-shirt or something? Well, I would say when I was working at the limited, I know I, I didn't know that I was going to be doing music as seriously as I do now. That's why I kind of say like I fell upstairs and even now we both have full-time jobs. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of just the reality of um, we have this band and we're making this music that's exciting to us and it's our passion. And it just takes a, you know, we don't live in a world where you automatically get to make a living off of doing that. And it takes a lot of hard work. So for me, it's just like, you know, it's a labor of love. And I, um, we all, every, all of us in the band have to make a lot of sacrifices and 
reevaluate priorities and um, just work really hard. And probably none of us have a really vibrant social life because in our downtime, when we're not at work, we're working on music. So um, it's a sacrifice, but it's worth it because um, I think the music I make with these guys is so special and I'm, I'm motivated to, to share it with people because I think it's something people should listen to. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Kyle? Like, I think you had like a, in your previous, you know, you, you had like a, like a previous career, if you will, right? That you kind of like broke through? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, as far as just like uh, managing the, day to day I think it's like it's just about like it's a lot of fun to make music sure and, um it's really hard to do that or it can be really hard to do that um it was like <clears throat> when you were 21 I mean you didn't really have many responsibilities um you didn't really care where you slept at night you didn't care like how many showers you had in a month <laughs> um like things like that and so it was it was a lot easier to just go for it yeah. Um, and, and dive in and so now it's but it's fun to like be playing with people who have lives and uh, it takes a lot of sacrifice to play music and the people who are touring all the time they sacrifice a lot to be able to do yeah. that um and so we're really grateful that we get to you know go out on the weekends or go out for a, a couple long weeks to um, share our music with people and um and spend time kind of playing totally Totally, totally. And we'll get to the new songs in a second, promise, guys. But Kyle, you know, when people listen to your stuff, they're going to be like, man, this guy is so good. I mean, if people see you guys live, both of you, but Kyle, people are going to be, their minds are going to be blown. And it's interesting to see that, like, your lineage, your first love was kind of punk rock, right? Growing up in Wisconsin? Um, so I, I definitely listened to a little bit of punk rock growing up. Um, a lot of um, jam band music, a lot of great there you go. Um came to the way of bluegrass um through like some friends who started a band in high school. Um, but I always, I always did enjoy punk rock. I was, I was middle school was a lot of fun. Uh, my neighbor loved punk rock. So, um, you know, I don't think a lot of people would think it was that punk of punk rock. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was still fun to listen to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Rachel, um, talk to us a little bit about that brotherhood aspect of Barbara, right? And, and I mean, you guys, first of all, by the way, condolences on, on the passing of Max and, and the hardship that, that all that entailed. But, you know, the, that and the pandemic and everything also shone a light on really a beautiful brotherhood that you guys have, right? Because it's not all fun and games and like making people, you know, standing ovations and the music, but just like just being there for each other. It's clear that you guys have something special. Yeah, um, you know, something that makes us unique. Um, a lot of bands form because people are friends and they play music they want to play together. And a lot of great music's made that way. We met because pe through music first before we really got to know each other. And luckily we all get our, get along really well. And I have, I, I love these guys. I respect them. They're wonderful. They have my back. I can talk to them about things. Um, and they, you know, give me this wonderful gift of being in a band, making music I get really excited about. Um, so yeah, in the, in the last, you know, two years or so, um, especially Kyle was my neighbor through, you know, the summer of 2020. So, um, being able to get together and play music or just have a drink and, um, you know, just be with someone who you trust and you care about. 
um, when the world feels like it's going up in flames was really great. And then on top of that, being able to dedicate ourselves to something that felt meaningful and gave us a little purpose in our day to day. Um, I will always be very grateful for that. Thank you, Kyle. That's nice. <laughs> Good way to get through the pandemic, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Beautifully said, Rachel. So the new album under the covers, you know, like Kyle said, it's a cover album, but it's it's so good. I mean, it has, you know, Siri Underlin of Hummingbird taking on Gillian Welch's Dark Turn of the Mind, like you said. It has a Goalie Boys from Woman, Kathy Callahan doing Cheryl Crow's If It Makes You Happy. I mean, all the songs are amazing. So and the way you guys like kind of reinvented them. So, Kyle, let me start. Why did you pick those songs, you know, with the low hanging fruit there? Um. Well, some of them we had just kind of had in our live show. Um, so Rachel would always sing Believe. It was people love hearing that at the end of a concert. <laughs> yeah. um, would, Rachel would always sing Cheryl Crow. Um, and then, you know, Max, uh, whenever we played with him, we'd always do that Jesus, etc. tune. Um, because, I mean, the harmonies are super fun. And, um, and Max brings the soul that's needed to that tune. Um, and, uh, what's the other one we had? Oh, Dark Turn of Mind. Um, that's just, a, one of my favorite tunes. Um, and I, you know, we wanted to approach artists in Minneapolis, um, yeah. to see if they'd be willing to let us back them. Um, and all over the place. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, but like some singers at least. Mm. Um, and so I thought, you know, Siri would, um, do a really great job at that song and, truly make it her own. Um, when she came into the studio, she asked like, do you want me to sing it like Gillian or, or like, can I do my own thing? And we we're like, yes, please do your own thing. Um, that's the whole reason we wanted, you know, <laughs> we knew you'd be so good for it. So. Yeah, no, you guys did such a great job. The same with Wilco's Jesus, like just freaking nailed it. Um, how do you, how do you know, like Kyle, when, basically that like, you know, you're taking these like modern classic songs. Is it scary in a way to like tackle them? Like, is there any trepidation to take them on or, or not? Or did you guys are just fearless? Like whatever happens? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess there was a sense of like, let's just do this because it's going to be fun. And, you know, who cares about the outcome? Like we're going to try and get together with friends and, you know, play some music and try and, um, you know, create a little bit of community, um, which like we'd get, you know, all the time going to festivals and seeing them on the road yeah. and like that. Um, so in, in that sense, it was kind of just like, go for it. Um, but we always try and bring our own sound to the songs. Um, a lot of the songs have bluegrassy feels, but we always try and, you know, change up the rhythm a little bit or make it a little bit more um, Barbaro-esque. Um, yeah, yeah, Barbaro-esque. I love that. that Barbaro-esque is a thing. <laughs> For sure, um, for sure, guys. You've you've been so good with your time. Let, let let's finish off with this, Rachel. Um, you know, 2021. We used to ask guests what they learned from 2020, and it was like you know it was such a hard year for everybody. But in a way, like you know, and I th and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Barbara asking them because 2021 was almost like as hard in some other ways. Uh, how was this year for you, Rachel, and then maybe for you, Kyle? How are you gonna look back on 2021 as individuals? You know, just on a personal level as well. 2021. I feel like honestly, like the last years are like a blur. Yeah. I remember like what the difference, <laughs> like when it started and what I was doing. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing I learned this year is um, 
that I, uh, I don't know. That's kind of a tough question. Um, I'm, I usually always have an answer for everything. Um, but I'll let Kyle start this one. Yes. Think about okay. so, uh, <laughs> 2021 as a year has been interesting. Um, but through it all, I feel like I've grown a lot as an individual, um, as far as the individual aspect goes. Also, Kyle. But uh, I mean, I think I'm just more, um, I feel more firmly planted um, in myself and being myself and things like yeah. that, um, which is, is really nice. Um, and I've like, I've been, you know, I don't know, this, this summer was tough and we put in a lot of work um, and we traveled all over the country and we were super stoked to do it again. Yeah. Um, and, but at the same time, it like, kind of created new challenges because we had spent a year at home, um, like being really comfy and, you know, getting good sleep and eating food that we want to eat. That's like right. for our diets. Um, and so, uh, so in that way, it was a lot of challenge, but then also through that all, I think we've tried to bring a lot of that onto the road with us and, and try and make that uh, much more of a focus um, and trying to figure out how we can make that a focus um, while we're out there Adam super eight. Right on. Rachel. Yeah, I think I learned kind of similarly. Um, I think I learned that in order to like do everything I love, like this music, spend time with people I care about, um, you know, be proud of the work I do at my job. Um, I need to take care of myself and make sure that I'm mm. making time to get sleep, call my grandma, talk to yeah. my mom, hang out with my dog, go work out. Um, and while I've learned that, I haven't necessarily put it into action yet, which is why I think I was struggling. But yeah, I think such a massive adjustment from um, just of the rhythm of life, 2019 to 2020 to 2021, yeah. it's kind of a shock on all of us. Um, and in some ways, like, I feel like I regressed as a person and I, I don't feel as strong or planted as I did a couple of years ago. Um, so I think I'm learning, like, there's a lesson in there. It's like, okay, well, what do I need to do to feel sure. you know, comfortable and confident and, and happy with all the things I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was like an overreaction to 2020 in a way. So maybe next year is going to be more like the reality, like the middle ground. So yeah. I love it. Well, Rachel. <laughs> Kyle, you guys have said it all. What can a great we, band. Can we add one more thing really quick? Yeah, absolutely. Max Graham, we love him still. And um, to help his family out, uh, yeah. www.helpthegrams.com. And then um, the proceeds from our project under the covers uh, supports Our Saviors, which is a wonderful organization in Minneapolis that um, this housing work and English learning work. So just want to shout shout out um, if people are in a giving mood. Yeah. Go that way. You're free to buy it. <laughs> Streaming it also helps, um, you know, our, our efforts to try and throw some money towards this awesome organization. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Well said, Max. Guys, thank you so much. Really, really, thank really you. grateful that you gave us your time. And we're very excited, you know, for where you guys are headed. And uh we know where you're headed and we can't wait. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. All right, bye guys. Bye. Good chat. This has been the J-Rod Concerts Podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.